hi fam welcome back to my channel my name did not change it's still victoria toby adeshikbo and today we're going to talk about prayer and it is the last part of our four-part series our life in jesus christ see there is a life beyond this one that you know and it is called eternal life or everlasting life and it's only jesus christ that can give you this life jesus christ our lord and personal savior and that's why you'll find us saying, you need to be saved. You won't hear us saying, you have to be saved. Or maybe you should be saved. Or I think you should be saved. No. What we are saying is you actually need to be saved. I lay emphasis on need. And by being saved, it's not of works. You don't have to do anything tedious or overwhelm yourself. All you need to do is believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. The scripture says it's not of works, lest any man should boast. All you need to do is believe. Romans 10 chapter 10 emphasize on that. So I'll tell you, you need to do four things. The first, you need to recognize your wrongdoings. I often tell people that many have eyes but only few can see. So you need to recognize your wrongdoings. You need to genuinely repent of those wrongdoings. And thirdly, you need to wholeheartedly believe Jesus is your Lord and personal Savior. That Jesus came to die for your sins and was resurrected and is resurrected, is alive for your redemption. Because Jesus came he was crucified on the cross to take away our sins. And on the third day, he resurrected for our victory and to reconcile us to God. That is the power of the cross. So you need to believe that in you. And then you need to confess it with your mouth. So those are the four things that you need to do to be saved. So someone is going to ask, Vicky, do you have an idea how hellacious my sin is or how grievous my wrongdoings are and all you're telling me to do is just believe and confess that jesus is lord there's got to be more like i don't even feel worthy of myself how how can i feel worthy of god's love how can god just saved me save me just like that well sweetheart it's just like that god is merciful the scripture says while we were yet sinners, Christ came and died for our sins. The scripture says in John 3.16 that for God so loved the word, he gave his only begotten son, that whatsoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So that's all you have to do. Believe your heart and confess with your mouth. And if you go stroll around my channel you're going to find where i actually talked about jesus and i led people to accept christ as their lord and personal savior so we proceeded by understanding who the holy spirit is and why we need to continue in his works now you've accepted jesus as your lord and savior you need to continue in the works of the holy spirit by embracing him and fellowshipping with him then last week we talked about you giving yourself to the word of god now how do you continue to fellowship with the holy spirit how do you learn more about this jesus how do you know the ways of the lord is by studying the scriptures get to know the scriptures get acquainted with it embody it become one with the scriptures that's what we were made to understand last week so today we're going to talk about prayer 
I try to think of a definition of prayer right now, but I can't think of any. But um, Merriam-Webster's definition. So Merriam-Webster's once defined prayer as an address, as such as um, petition to God through words or thoughts. And our just divine prayer as conversing with God has building your relationship with God through communication. Just like every other relationship, once communication or comprehension dies, the relationship is over. So you need to keep on communicating. And I'm not saying your relationship with God is going to be over, but you need to build on it in order to grow. Because I told us in my previous videos that once you come to Christ, you are born again. And like every child born, you need growth. And these and many more things are what grows you in Christ. A relationship with God through communication. God has so much he wants to show you. He wants to tell you. And I'm sure you also have so much you want to tell him as well. You know, your needs, your wants. You want to pour out your heart to God. And this can be done starting from the place of prayer. If we check the story of Hannah, um, Samuel's mother, this woman needed a son. Her husband remarried and that her husband's wife started making mockery of her. And she will always go to the temple to pray. Give me a son. Give me a son. Give me a son. Until one day she came on her knees and said, if you give me a son, I will give him to you. And that very moment, the manifestation of the prayer came to her. So in the place of prayer, you start becoming. And this is the first thing prayer produces. It reconstructs you internally. So Hannah has been coming to ask for his son because, you know, the husband's wife well, is already making mockery of her and she's tired of being called barren. So she needs a son. She needs a son. What is God's plan? God's plan is to use a womb to give birth to a son that he, God, will raise as a prophet unto Israel. So the, her will and God's will needs to be aligned. So God has answered the prayer a long time ago. But as we tell the manifestation, because she needs to start becoming, she needs to grow. So in praying more and more and more, her will started transforming and aligned and ended up aligning with the will of God. So at the end of the day, she wants a son that she's going to give to God. God wants a son from her that is going to train as a prophet unto Israel. Will we anoint the king in whose lineage our king of kings will come, the Lord Jesus. So this is one thing that prayer does. It reconstructs you internally. Again, what prayer does is prayer serves as protection. Protection. Look, this life is not ordinary. I know we don't like to say things like this. I know we like to shy away from things like this because what you people want to hear is that house, for those of us in Nigeria, that house in Banana Island, you're getting it. For those of us here, guess what? God is going to give you that house in Eden Hills or Beverly Hills or you're going to get your Maybach or you're going to get your Gucci and Gabbana. 
that's what you want to hear that is all beautiful you're going to have that the scripture says i pray that you prosper as your soul prospers you're going to get that but guess what that is not all there is in this life that is not what life is all about life is spiritual and how do i know this if you search the book of daniel especially chapter 9 chapter 10 when daniel was continually praying for the children of israel it was really sober concerning their case because they were still in captivity and they were suffering and daniel already read understood by the books what the prophet jeremiah said and the times they're going to be in captivity so daniel is trying to you know call upon the lord to save them as quickly as possible and then the angel gabriel appeared to him and was like look from the first day you started praying you are so loved in heaven okay let me tell you that first but from the first day you started praying i was already sent to give you an answer to give you an understanding of what you've read and of visions but guess what the princes the prince of the kingdom of persia withheld me but michael one of the chief princes came to help me the day is a prince and when i say prince i mean wicked spirits that are already stationed in every territory all over the world there is a prince of maryland there is a prince of los angeles there is a prince of america there is a prince of nigeria these wicked spirits are already stationed and this is how you know they transcend their way into us by giving us culture manipulating the rules and regulations in these kingdoms giving us cultures and traditions and beliefs to you know reverence them to worship them so if anybody is going to be saved they are going to contend and that's why i often tell people that if there is a god to manifest things on earth then there's definitely a man to pray there's a man to call on his name the scripture says let your will be done on earth as it is done in heaven so if god is going to manifest things on earth then there's you to call on his name to manifest it there's you to pray so whilst daniel was praying for the salvation quick or swift salvation of the children of israel the prince of persia had already withheld him to contend with him and then michael came and fought this battle so this is why you need prayer someone would say are you saying we have like we're still suffering after i've accepted jesus like are you saying i still need to find some fight some demons don't get it twisted when we fight these princes principalities and powers and demons we don't fight for victory we fight from victory that is why we need to go to the place of prayer to get enough strength to get enough wisdom knowledge and understanding to fight each demon and each princess and principalities at the time that we are fighting it so we're fighting from victory all these demons and princes we're talking about are fighting from a place of defeat and law and loss that Jesus already, you know, made them public spectacle when you resurrected from the dead. So they are fighting from a place of defeat. And that is why they keep on distracting you not to find out what you can do in Christ. Because once you find out they are, they are more useless because they're already useless. So now they're more useless. 
So this is what the place of prayer does. You call on God to manifest the things that he has promised you, the things that you yourself saw in the scriptures that he has given you and that he has promised you. To manifest those things, you need to call on him. And yes, just like I was explaining about the scriptures, that's what Gabriel told Daniel. And he said, hold on, I'm still going to give you the understanding of this vision, but I need to go back. Because the fight is not done. Because after I've fought the prince of Persia, I need to fight the prince of Greece. So this life is spiritual. Before you came to know Jesus Christ, your soul and your flesh and your spirit were functioning under the government of the wicked spirit. And that's why you have everything bad, everything immoral, as normal. Or as good. These are the influences of these princes that are stationed in each territory. And that's why when Jesus, when Isaiah was prophesying about the coming of the Christ, he said the government shall be upon his shoulder. The government shall be upon this upon his, his shoulder. And that's why we see in First John chapter 5, somewhere there, read the whole Bible, you're gonna find it. First John chapter 5, it says, Whosoever is born of God has overcome the world. You've overcome the world. So to fight these princes, you need to go to God. You need to call God in the place of prayer that, okay, what do I need to know? How do I need to go about this? And he's going to tell you. You're not calling on him to now start saying, I need victory, I need victory. You already have the victory. Christ gave you that. But you need direction. You need wisdom. You need knowledge. You need understanding. So this is what prayer does. Another thing prayer do um, to believers is it strengthens us and it gives us direction. In the four book of Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, you would always find Jesus, your Jesus, my Jesus. You would always find him praying. Jesus set himself aside to pray. Jesus went up the mountain to pray. Jesus prays quietly. He is always praying. And in doing so, one of the, the verses you're going to find... Um, a verse that says I think it's Luke chapter 9 if my memory is not failing me now you'll find that scripture says when the say when the devil went away the angels came to minister to him the angels came to strengthen him I've had occasions whereby after fighting one spiritual warfare or the other I feel the angels attending to me I feel them ministering to me that's that's a topic for another day so yeah that's what it, it gives you strength another thing it gives you direction the bible records that when jesus went up like one day jesus went up to the mountain took peter james and john with him and whilst he was praying two men came talking to him who were moses and elijah and they started telling him about his departure from this earth and that is going to happen soon in jerusalem so this is what prayer does. You start, I've gotten a lot of direction from my life from prayers that even my family or people don't understand. Why does she do this? I got it from the place of prayer. And thankfully for my life, I came from a household of prayer. My mother prays like she's drinking water. Like that's the hair she breathes. Like she's always praying. And she developed a systematic way for all of us, you know, to pray. So I have seen how prayer changes things and changes people first and from a very young age. So I've been with prayer from a very young age, if I would put it like that. 
So I know the importance of prayer and that's why I'm putting it to you now that prayer is a lifestyle. It's not just a chore or a choice. It is your lifestyle. Another thing prayer does is it reveals God's glory through you. In every situation you find yourself, as long as you are in Christ and you are in God, he will want to reveal his glory through you. The same thing happened to Daniel when they plotted against him by using his spirit way of praying as as his demise you know and then they plotted to throw him in the lion's den and daniel kept praying the bible says he went up in his room opened his window towards jerusalem and prayed three times as it was his custom since early days i love the book of daniel please read the whole thing and you find out what i'm saying that is true and then they came and met him then you know long story short they threw him into the lion's den and he prayed and he said, the God that I serve sent down his angel to shut the mouth of the lions. The same mouth of the lions that ate those that plotted against him, even before they got to the bottom of the pit. So this is what prayer does. And then the king said, I am writing to every nation, every people, every language, that everybody should tremble and fear before the God of Daniel. For he is living God is steadfast forever and his kingdom endures forever he said is delivered he rescue it everybody should tremble and fear before the god of daniel this is what prayer does to you and i want to say this lastly please keep the faith alive see all these things that we're talking about they are not rules and regulations or they are not you know something that is very you know, God is really strict. He's a wicked judge. You need to do this. We do all these things out of the love of, the, out of the love God has for us. These things are our lifestyle, and they all have their own ministry. They walk hand in hand. One cannot walk without the other. The word of God, prayer, faith, everything goes hand in hand. But the more we talk about all these things, the more you understand. I just need you to give yourself to prayer. Make it a lifestyle today. You cannot do without it. This life is not ordinary. The life Jesus Christ has given you need to find expression through you. You need to, you know, start utilizing your authority. Start living the life of freedom that God has given you through prayer. Thank you so much for staying to the end of this part of this series. Um, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I'm going to see you when I see you. Thank you. Bye.